September 27th, 
and does the peer system go to the opposite of the streets? Is that right? I don't know. I think like the lower down, the higher the number is of the peer. Oh. It's like, <clears throat> I, I want to know more about peers. Oh. This is my second time. Great podcast, Bowery Boys. <laughs> Listen to the one okay. about peers. Okay, that's what yeah. I want to learn more it's about amazing. peers. I was on a boat on Wednesday too. I took the East River Ferry. Sorry, trying to protect the mic. I'm sorry, I keep cutting I know, the table. I know. But that's my feet. We have the table perfectly placed where you want to put your feet, and I put my feet on this table all the time. <laughs> but it really uh, picks up on the mic. Uh, this is so cool. Did everyone follow the uh, nautically themed dress code? Did you follow the nautically themed dress code? I did. I wore code? a blue dress, pearls, whale earrings. Mm. Um, uh, people were dressed in like. Some people came from France. They were my favorite. They were dressed like like. Gay sailors. Yeah, I was going to say, that in France, that's like a regular <laughs> outfit that you wear to school. Yeah, with a little sailor hat Yeah, with the cravat and They're all very that. cute. Yeah. Um, we all got, I forgot my, we all got baseball caps that said Mark 60th, um, like a little sailor baseball cap that I forgot. Oh, cool. His house. Uh, a lot of people were wearing that. Yeah, people were wearing blue. My sister had a lot of anchors on her dress. She bought a new dress. It was like one of those nights where like this is really nice and like there's speeches and stuff. It was it was it was like a wedding but a birthday. Mark had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were there any embarrassing moments? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one of his friends is like a crazy drug addict oh. and was giving a nonsensical speech. Oh no. The old old got too fucked up speech. At at 60 still like raging hard. Terrible. Okay, Sabra, the person you are right now is the same fucking asshole you're going to be at 60. That's the problem. Yeah. Good thing I'm not an addict. Well, yeah, good thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there was like coke all over his nose. Oh no, that's embarrassing. Oh. That's so sad. Do you think sad. it was good quality coke? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But in the beginning of the speech, he was like, I proposed that this is like his third, uh, will be his third wife. We're engaged, so it's this whole thing. And then, like, she kind of like left while the speech was going on because she was, I think she was embarrassed. Yeah. That, oh. that, wow. That was the announcement. This is why I never want to give speeches at anything. I was gonna say this is you were gonna say this is why I never want to do coke. <laughs> <laughs> you went with, this is why I don't want to give speeches. No, because it's just like you know you get into this position. You sometimes you don't know when to stop. It's like so if if instinctively your first notion is to not give a speech, then you'll be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you won't be like, oh, I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be great. The person who wants to give the speech, that's the one you have to be worried about. All right. Whatever. Uh, let's tell us about your, uh, where you've been. Because you've been missing from the last couple of shows. Uh, yeah, I've been everywhere. You've been busy. Well, yeah, I've been uh, going... How much of it do you want to talk about? Yeah, a little bit. I'm going back and forth between here and New Hampshire. And my nephew got married. Saw that on Insta. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, what's your Instagram thing again meat mobile meat mobile that's right great uh he got married to a girl <laughs> and, you really uh <laughs> and i i don't know i it's this thing where they're, they're both 21 he just got back from a mormon mission he's got he's get married a, a month later it's not something i really agree with but at the same time <laughs> it's like fuck it it's not my life i don't know what 
I like that. Uh, I think you were just explaining this that he's such a bad mission missionary that they sent him to Salt Lake City. Well, I mean, that's it's more of a joke. Okay. Right? You know, it's like he. <laughs> I'm sure he's a perfectly fine missionary, <laughs> but yeah, he gets sent to Salt Lake City, which is sort of a joke if you're a Mormon. Yeah, and uh, so we got married. So I went up to New Hampshire for this reception, and it's, it's all convoluted. Like they, the two married couple, the married couple didn't want the reception, and I felt she was. I mean, the reception's not for the couple. The reception's for the fucking exactly. parents. You exactly. know? So it's like for my sister and blah, blah, blah. And there's so many other things going on in your family right now. And there's my, my father's health and there's a lot happening. So it's like, you know, shut up and do the fucking reception. Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. I understand that. And so I, I was given the job of decorating their car. So I <laughs> thought... <laughs> 50 pounds of rice and all these streamers. This is, this and, is on your Instagram. I'm going to look it yeah, up right now because I think I really like that picture. But like I, I got these two stuffed animals and cut a hole in one of them and filled, took all the stuffing out and filled it full of rice and sat it on the groom's seat so that when he picked it up, it all drained out. That's awesome. I did something similar to the the bride's side but she caught on to it I became very angry and through clenched teeth called her a cunt to my sister's oh not to her face face. and my sister was just like Adam (laughs) calm down (laughs) and it's you know whatever it's their wedding I'm a dick <laughs> what what uh, wait sorry, sorry what what brought on this dickishness? Well, like what did she do? She's a she hates fun, and so she's like <laughs> spoiling like all of the traps that we oh, have made, oh. where there were like these things that would throw rice everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and she's like picking them off one by one. And it's oh, like come yeah. on, yeah, just yeah. let people have fun. So she, but she missed no a fun. few of them. I well, whatever. She's twenty one. That's true. She's a Mormon. I'm guessing her life is over. She's not. But she might be really great. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> did uh, did your cousin seem happy to be married? Nephew. Nephew he sorry. seemed yes. He seemed happy to be married. They're like it's so sick because like their first kiss was, oh, was at, in, the altar. at the altar and boom when they got married. You know, I always feel weird being like Muslim and coming from like a religion that's like retrograde from a million years ago. Mm-hmm. But then I hear something like this and I'm like, no, no, no my family is like. In the yeah, yeah, in the present, you're normal. Well, it's I mean it's 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 not like an arranged marriage, but it's it's like as close as Americans or Westerners or Nor Englanders get to it. Where it was like, my sister picked this girl. Oh, (laughs) basically years ago, or in a in a way, you know, like yeah, I yeah, it's funny. But good luck, guys, and uh, <laughs> go get them. <laughs> go get them. I love uh, these two stories. Are uh, nice little bookends to uh, our. Uh, that'll lead us to uh, what we're gonna watch. And uh, this oh, is coming wait, from one. Oh, one sorry. More thing. Yeah, so <laughs> I decorate the car. They're very Mormon, so they're very anti. Like gay marriage and stuff like that so I bought uh, rainbow duct tape to duct tape everything to the car so as they're driving away with it saying just married it's just all this rainbow duct tape everywhere 
So, you're welcome. <laughs> that was great. And uh, where was this in uh, New Hampshire? This is at Lebanon, New Hampshire. Is the whole area like uh, like what you're describing with your cousin or with your nephew? I, is it- no, I mean, New Hampshire passed gay marriage before New York. Oh, it did. You know, like, I, 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 but... I, I wouldn't say it's like very supportive of equality and stuff like that, but I think it's 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 in its nature to be like you do you, I'll do me. Like I don't yeah, just don't and throw sometimes it, in the it face. might be like putting a gun in your face. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's my right. It's my right. Yeah, but yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So do you want to? Is there more? Do you want to? That's talk it. About okay. It? So great segue. <laughs> hey, what about you? Uh, last since last time. I don't know. What, I mean, Boring. there's been a lot of stuff. Got rid of your dog. <laughs> Got rid of my dog. I think the podcasters know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she's pretty happy with uh, John West in Indiana. Hi, John, if you're listening. Uh, hi, Deshi, if you're listening. Hi, <laughs> uh, so. We moved. We won't tell you where we are, so you can't come back. Um, uh, what happened? New jobs going well. Oh, I had a crazy awesome week off. Okay. This is probably Because of Pope? Well, lots of things. So one, Wednesday was Yom Kippur. Yes. Yom, Yom Kippur? Yom. Yom Kippur. Which means you don't have to switch parking sides. <laughs> yes. Then the next day was Eid, which is yep. the beginning of the month of Hajj, which for the first time ever, the New York City Board of Ed is taking off. So a million plus kids uh, had the day off. So I took a day because uh, it's on everyone's calendar now, thanks to this move. It's the first big district to do any, or I think first place in America to do this. And then, uh, because my school is on the Upper East Side, right between where the Pope is staying and St. Patrick's and a bunch of other things, uh, the school was closed on Friday. So this, I know it's just a little fishy. No, no, no. Because like I was working on the Upper. East Side on Friday, and there was a bunch of kids in the house who had the day off too. And I'm like, "Aren't you supposed to be in school?" And they're like, "The poops here." Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they closed a lot of schools. A lot of schools. Yeah, I, but I heard it wasn't as bad. Like it, the 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 shutdown didn't actually end up happening, and what everyone was worried about. Oh no, 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 it was perfect. Like people did not drive into the city. It, like mm-hmm. it worked. Um, no one the, 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 the traffic was fine. But the thing is, like, if they didn't do it, it wouldn't have been fine. It would have been insane. Like, yeah. it's like every year with uh, the UN, it's it's out of this world, mind-boggling, dark hole of insanity. Well, you can mean, especially for you, because you're but moving, taking yeah, trucking, yeah, like yeah. big things into that neighborhood, into those neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how often. Yeah, I just came from that neighborhood this morning, and just Second Avenue, Second Avenue was closed, and Fifty Second Street was closed to traffic. Which would have been around the UN? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They closed off that exit from the FDR. I noticed yeah. it was driving yesterday. And they just closed off the whole. No, not second avenue. First avenue. And second avenue. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I was walking to the subway, but it would have been a bitch to drive. Yeah. People um, were cursing, like, at the, when they're trying to turn. But the Pope came and went. I'm, I'm less interested in the Pope than um, that. Since I had the time off, I actually made goat curry. Uh, so me and Licia went up to Jackson Heights, bought fresh. So this is the big uh, feast day. So this is Muslims honoring the story of Abraham, who, you know, God asks. Oh, I know. Yeah, that song. <laughs> I was 61 revisited, um, if you want the, the Bob Dylan version. 
so we got food and it's been stewing for nine hours. It's like it's gonna be really yummy. And then when we're on the podcast, we're all gonna eat somewhat a traditional uh, Eid fest feast. Eid al Adha is this one. There's also the other one, which is after Ramadan. Um, that's it. Uh, now let's segue to nice segue. <laughs> we're gonna be watching a show. There was an educational program from the early 1980s, 1984, The Voyage of the Mimi. Uh, I became familiar with it because I watched it in school, elementary school. They would show it during, like... In, in, in class? In, in class. Okay. And then we would talk about it. I actually built a model of the Mimi mm. for a project, and uh, I don't remember anything else about it, but I remember loving it. So, uh, Alicia sent me a bunch of little interesting things about the show. Should I save them for after we watch it? We could should we go watch it clear and clean in our heads, or should we? Yeah, let's watch. There's it a lot of really interesting clean. facts about the yeah, show. But I think one fact that we can bring out is a young Ben Affleck. Great fact. Is in this. Yeah. Where you gotta start? That's where you gotta start. Yeah. I always thought it was a dumb movie. <laughs> Days and confused. <laughs> He wasn't a decent Yes, he was. Yes, he was. was he? No, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Adam, you're an idiot. Days and confused. Yes, was he, who he was. was he in Days and Confused? He was the, the fucking jock who was like psyched about like no, spanking Matthew, people. Wasn't that Matthew McConaughey? No, Matthew McConaughey is the, the, the creeper. Is the creeper, yeah. They keep staying the same age. Ben Affleck's the one running around with a paddle and gets the eggs and shit dumped on him. Maybe I haven't watched this movie. Oh, dude. Am I missing it? It's a coming-of-age story. It's a good Okay, so do you want to cue the music back up? And um, so we're going to go into it without knowing too much. We're going to look for Ben Affleck. We're going to watch the first season finale, which is 1980-something. 84. Uh, 84, thank you. Which is the year, apparently, that uh, you were born? Yes. Oh, great. So this show is my age. And it's called uh, Separate Ways. Alright, so we're coming back from uh, finishing the first season finale of The Voyage of the Mimi. And uh, someone just walked in with our open door policy, uh, introducing our good friend and number one fan from the uh, <laughs> from the scary uh, parts of Brooklyn, living in Atlantic, is Natty Wallach. Well, thanks for that lovely introduction. It's I appreciate you talking shit about my neighborhood right away. He lives so, in my neighborhood. I, yeah, I lost yeah. track of my introduction. <laughs> Did you... Oh, sorry. Puppy. Neighborhood's not that scary. No, I don't know what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, I like that neighborhood a lot. I don't know what I was saying. It's totally nice. I was just trying to say something that he's from another part of Brooklyn. I don't right. know. An ambassador of peace from a war-torn neighborhood. <laughs> That's within walking distance of Barclays Center. Yeah, that's right. That's what I should have said. In the shadows of Barclays Center. Right. And I don't go to every Nets game. Only yeah. a few of them. It's too you don't go to any Nets games, do you? Yeah. You we all went to a Nets game, game yeah. together. We did. That was great. All four of us. That was great. <laughs> Adam took off his shirt and threw it oh. into the... 
we already discussed that on the podcast. Doesn't mean I can't yeah, you can bring enjoy it again. <laughs> Retread. Okay, so uh, before uh, we talk to Natty, who wants to do the synopsis of this god-awful TV show? I understand why people have a problem with PBS and public radio and public... Is this synopsis or is this your, like, defense? Sort of and this thing's 30 years old. Nothing has changed. Not like you think this is still on primetime PBS. Nothing changed. Well, no, hold on. Frontline is amazing. I watched an episode of Frontline this morning. It was mind-blowing. This was mind-blowing, too. <laughs> okay, are you going to do a synopsis? Yeah. Because we should do that for listeners first before we... Here's your synopsis. You have a boat full of people doing some sort of hippie research out in the ocean involving whales. <laughs> they have spent 10 days on a deserted island, and they have repaired their ship, and they're once again on their way... They make it back to land. They all use the fucking payphone to call their family members. Half of them don't even care. The other half aren't even aware they were missing. And then they split up and go their separate ways and suggest that there might be enough grant money to do another episode. So there's, <laughs> there's no conflict at all? No conflict at all, except for they, they, they gloss over like some weird findings about the... Whales tails. <laughs> the whales tails change color. They're the same. Yeah. And and then they find a radio beacon, which apparently costs a significant amount of money. <laughs> Enough so that it became a point of contention, having lost. Yeah. The the cast is somewhat diverse. There's a. a, a <laughs> There's a minority, a minority. Some women. And the rest are just white. Well, there's a deaf woman. There's a deaf woman who signs. Um, totally. I think the mustache guy was Spanish or Latino. Oh, Latino. <laughs> the guy who said what? Pause. How did you know he was Latino? He, could, he had a little bit of an accent. And, oh my god. But the main guy. He also met. could have been like just a French Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Which so it doesn't so count. I like how they walk that line. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone from which side of America is he from? Everyone is that worth Everyone like that line in Maine and New Hampshire up would be like, oh, he's French Canadian. Everyone down would be like, oh, he's, he's a dirty Mexican. Now. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. So the upper Northeast considers him one thing and everybody else in the country. Everyone else knows what he is. <laughs> Alright, so let's get back on track. There's a second half of the episode with just Ben Affleck and the captain, which is more documentary. Right, you do describe it. Okay. Uh, it's more like, it, that's more like what you do in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what Adam means by that, but uh, it's more of like, it's more like a standard PBS educational fair. But also on this side, there's nothing really that happens. They start talking about magnets. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that song. How do magnets work? Like, this is the answer. Insane Clown Posse? Yeah, Insane Clown Posse. Miracles. The, an- the answer was given 30 years before the song was written. <laughs> ICP probably saw this. Like, and let's do a song about it. And didn't understand it. It made no fucking sense. It's amazing. Okay, let me let me finish. Uh, <laughs> let me finish talking about the episode. Um, so they the the show ends, but they go into the second part. Um, 
By the way, the show was, um, they had the Bank Street School of Education um, as a producer, which is sort of interesting because it's, it's in New York and it's been around forever. It's a For all of you interested in what the fuck that is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, uh, they also had a stop sign for the show. <laughs> <laughs> it looked just like ours. It's crazy. Wait. You actually know what this is? Yeah, the Bank Street School <laughs> of Education is important. It's, it's one of the first progressive John Dewey-directed uh, schools. So they started so constructing this. Big asshole. Big asshole. John Dewey. Like, anyone knows who that is either. In my world. <laughs> Everyone I know who listens to this is laughing right now. Everyone you know is like, what a dick. He's so ignorant. <laughs> I like that you both know the both reactions you're going to get. Uh, okay, I'll... I'm living in I'll, a very strangely binary world. <laughs> yeah, I'll move much faster. Okay, so uh, they, it, so the second part is narrated entirely by Ben Affleck. He's taken on a tour of uh, a scientific lab that uses electromagnets and uses high-powered magnets to do uh, nuclear fusion research. Um, and the whole time, it's really sort of charming because... Ben Affleck looks genuinely amazed by magnets. A 10-year-old, 12-year-old Ben Affleck is putting magnets on his face like they're jewelry because he's like never been allowed to play with magnets before. And this grandpa captain who is on the both parts of the show is a scientist apparently who knows a lot about magnets and maybe runs a lab, but he also in real life lives on the ship, which is what the show is based on, so Allegedly. it's this big cluster mess of fact and fiction and magnets. Because I mean, that boat was not moving yeah. when they were filming it, so it's like, that's a fucking soundstage somewhere. Oh, you think you so? mean the interior scene? The interior. The interior. No, no, I think they filmed it on the boat. Yeah. I think it's cheaper They don't to have film money for it, any it of that. It wasn't moving. Maybe they had gyroscopes underneath the film. <laughs> Maybe the magnets killed yeah. it a lot. Or they didn't yeah. use land lover and like, I felt like, like that part was amazing. It was like, so he, the captain guy, Captain mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> That's not his name. Captain Jack lives on that boat for real life at the time mm-hmm. with his wife, yeah. his oh, two, two daughters. Sons, two daughters. And their children? A grandkid at least. Yes. One grandkid at least and like a son-in-law. Yes. And they had shoveled the top of it and they because had they sh- wanted to get that incredible photography of him and Adam right. shoveling. <laughs> so you got seven people on this boat. The boat did not look bigger than this apartment. You're this apartment right. is the size of the National Cathedral. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not embarrassed that I brought up the Bank Street because I have a bunch of uh, facts that uh, Lisa sent me about the show. Just so let, me, <laughs> let me know <laughs> so far if any of this catches your attention. It was, this will, a lot of this will make sense. Number one, it was created because of a U.S. Department of Education proposal. The, what, the Voyage of Navy? Yeah. Okay. Um... Number two, it was the brainchild of educational entertainment heavyweights, including Richard Roop, who was the head of Bank Street, and Children's Television Workshop, which did Sesame Street, <laughs> and Electric Company, and 321 Contact. Like, okay, this is like... 321 Contact's legit. Like, only people who know any of these people are other people. It's like, hey, that grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan that nobody knows except for other people in the Ku Klux Klan. You're, compl- you're comparing. Exactly you're comparing. <laughs> no one cares about these people. 
Well, some people care about this, people. Have you watched Sesame Street? Yes. There you go. You're one of those people that might care. No, I'll tell you. There's no drop the mic, dude. Jeez. You might care. But He's going with Bank Street okay, factoids. Let me continue with my factoids and keep yes. fighting them as you see fit. Did you read these ahead of time? Because I read them. They're just as boring as the show. <laughs> the show I can't believe you bring them up. The show is awful. The history of the media is horrible. You've been, you've been really quiet about Wait, it. Wait, which one of you chose this? I chose it. <laughs> yeah, which is what's funny that he's attacking my defense of it so strenuously. I'm trying to find something because no, it sucks to just say something sucks. No, the most interesting thing on the show is uh, Erica brought up how it was owned by the Nazis. If the boat, no, no, the Mimi, no, the Mimi, no, is a real boat. I'll tell you, I'll tell yes. you some in- some information about the Mimi. It was a real boat, <laughs> French boat from the 1800s. Was commandeered by the Nazis during World War II and was. You're dist- saying 200 years later, the Nazis decided they want the this Nazis. crappy little boat? Yeah. Yes. During a Nazi regatta. No, like not 200 years. Uh, they said 1800s. Okay, 1900. Wait, but they had actual battleships, so why did they need this? Yeah, what this makes no sense. I don't, oh my god, like mini yacht. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of things happen <laughs> in the last year. Because all stuff in the captain. Any reason? Hey, I want to put some spies into I don't know, fuck it, England. So let's get the fuck <laughs> right. Seventeenth century. So, they'll never see us coming. We'll sit there for three hundred years already. Stupid sloop. <laughs> And we'll just be out pleasure fishing, guys. <laughs> and I'll speak Deutsch. We also speak French too, and they'll think we're French. And then our little guy can swim to the Bam. Are you shoot? Are you saying you think that actually happened and it was a good idea? Uh, yes. Thank you. Yes. That's insane to me. Like, what what happened saying? to the people they commandeered the Mimi from? They yeah. got to sit out the war eating cheese and coffee. The Nazis the let them the sit the war out. They're like, we'll take your boat. We're going to be nice to you about it. Please. That's just what all the rest of the French life. did. Yeah, they sat out the fucking war. Let the I big think boys maybe these original owners died in a concentration camp somewhere, and we should stop laughing about it. But then <laughs> the boat moved on. After its terrible time in the war, and became this is like what I read. It played itself on the show as if it was a the Mimi played itself on the show. That is the real Mimi, and then and all those French people. The died. Mimi was destroyed in 2011. What? Why? By the Nazis. No, these no, people Nazi went Nazis. to go find it because they were a big fan of the show, and it was. Like just falling apart, and it would have needed a hundred one point two million dollars to restore it. They set up a fun razor. <laughs> why do you not say this boat? <laughs> That's what I was doing. One point what? One point two million dollars to Just fix it. They didn't. On it yeah. So they set so up they fire s- instead. <laughs> they scrapped it. I wonder if these people were real fans because if they saw the show we just saw. <laughs> That, I mean, they would have been fans from memory, not like actual fans. They, but there has to be a reason for the name of the boat in the ship, right? The the brainchild, like the dude at the Department of Education who thought it up, is like, so there's this Nazi ship. No, well, it We're going to use it yeah. to find this radio. Yeah, why make such a big deal about the ship? It was owned by that guy who... The fat guy with the beard. Had who, and he was a professor at MIT. But it what? doesn't sound like he made this show. Like they yeah. got yes. The magnet part. The magnet guy. It's his show. Is it? No, no, no. They say he was cast. Sweater? Captain Granville was cast first. He was a cast member, not a creator. Well, cast but he was... Boat? Because of his boat. Like, he's like, you awesome. can take my boat, but I... You're right, you're right. You have to have 
Uh, yeah, Peter Marston, MIT professor. Uh, ooh, so weird. Uh, anyway, who cares? Uh, one episode. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't leave us. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that is interesting. Well, the only, there's only one interesting thing, Erica. Why don't you do the honors oh, on this one? Well. Adam actually experienced it. This is why he experienced it. This just got real. What's up? You had this part of this. You had a permission slip signed by your parents to watch one of the episodes. Because. Because This is how I remember it. I don't know how accurate it is. Basically, the two adults get naked in the uh, sleeping bag with the young Ben Affleck because somebody's got hypothermia. He has hypothermia, and that show is banned in multiple states because of how, I don't know. Usually when so kids get sleep beds with adults... Your teacher had to write a note asking your parents if they minded if you watched a threesome with a kid, but for science. Yes. My parents had no problem. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, sure. Accepted, Adam. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so can you track all of his career decisions to that sleeping bag moment? I'm sure you like, can. Like, all start The funny there. thing is, like, he just uses his name. Like, he's had his name this whole time. He didn't, like, at that moment did not know that That guy's going to be Batman. That he would be Batman. <laughs> that he would be that other guy. That other Maybe thing. in that sleeping bag during that moment with the three that the three shared, he that's, thought that. Well, no, no, no. I'll like, be like Batman and make up you, for all this. I think you're like, that's the crossroads where you make the deal with the devil. And they're oh, like, you nice really little... that When you're in between <laughs> the devil and the naked man. We just see. need to get this shot done. <laughs> can I, can I, shot Adam, uh, when you saw this in class, how would it, like, would it be just like, let's just watch this random show? Or would it be like, this is part of something we're learning or studying? Like once a week. Once a week was like yeah. a special thing you guys would do? Yeah. Were there like activities or like work you had to do around it? Was it? I, I, yeah, we so yeah, you did something. Why didn't you make something? Model the boat. But that can't be the science part of it, is it? I, was it the no. science part? Of it? Well, I remember um, also at the time like we would go to we went on a field trip to Ordeon Point, so we could go tide pooling and see what was in the tide pools. You're a big fan of whales. Yeah. Does the voyage of the Mimi have anything to do with your love of whales? I don't think so because I uh, like this part of whales is something I'm not like. like I don't care about. You took your- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they find that whale in the second season? Well, the, the things like they like they're like they're fins. Photos of their fins so they can identify them, and I just don't fucking care about that. They all look the same to you. They all look the same. They all look the same. They're the same. How do you care about <laughs> whales, Adam? Uh, I just like that they exist. I mean, I, if I was able to get up close uh-huh. and get some photos and like touch one and swim with one, that'd be great. Uh-huh. But like taking photos of their fucking flippers and watching them jump out of the wall. Breach. Breach. <laughs> Adam, Adam is air quoting desperately. <laughs> Breach. Water jump out of the ocean. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I care so much. Okay. But I still haven't been whale watching. I, You've never been whale watching? on the list, but I haven't. And you, you're from New England. It's from kind New of shocking. Yeah. Well, I think on that note, we should uh, call it a day. It was a struggle to watch. Would I revive this show? No. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend even... 
trying to watch it for a second. Would you watch it as a Ben Affleck fan? No. As someone who wants to watch everything he's done, someone obsessed with Ben Affleck. You have to watch the Ben Affleck threesome. I know. You can see that Ben Affleck look that he has on his face. Like, he doesn't really look like Ben It's a like resting bitch face. He that, like, look on his face. It's like, shut your fucking mouth, you idiot. Wow. So much hate for him. <laughs> I'll use these magnets as earrings if I want to. If I want Dude. to. And he did that jerking off the pole thing for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say that's really funny. I, I think the, the second half where it's just him and the captain, all that stuff's pretty funny and interesting. Yeah, well, I also feel like they are... Like, the adults making this, I think they might have had a little bit of fun with the young Ben Affleck jerking off a stick. And <laughs> Watch what he does next. <laughs> the little pervert. He doesn't know. But then I, you gotta feel sorry for, like, anybody who has to work with children, so... <laughs> oh, is that, is that directed at me? Sorry, I was, I was to the sorry. roof, man. To the roof. <laughs> I was just saying. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I feel sorry for myself from that right now. Okay. Um, so I guess it's a big thumbs down. That's so disappointing if it's really a Nazi boat and, you know, Batman's in it. Yeah, what Batman, and you couldn't make it Batman interesting. Batman on a yeah. Nazi sloop. I mean, to be fair, you were hating on magnets the whole time, and that sort of seems like what this whole show is about. Yeah. So yeah. you're just anti-magnet. But it's funny, because if you wrote down what... It, if you said, in a world <laughs> where, where Batman goes up against a sloop... <laughs> and a Nazi sloop. A Nazi sloop to to figure out how to make cold fusion or whatever talking about the bag. <laughs> You're almost exactly right. <laughs> You'd be like, huh, that does sound like a good movie. Well, it sounds like He's a Christopher Nolan. Right, this has been made again. This has been like made with again. Keanu. And it's like, yeah. wait a minute, they made this as boring, and this, the original is very boring, so they had to spice it up to make it. Well, that's why I was asking, like, what the science behind it is, because there, there isn't much of anything yeah. in this one. They could have explained electromagnetism in, like, two minutes so much better. I think they might have got, like, a $5 billion, like, grant, and <laughs> they had, had something that showed for it, Five and billion. this... Was what they pocketed 4.9 billion. They're like, let's. Okay, we'll We spent it all, man. I'm so sorry. It's been 20 minutes. Cut. Done. Met this cool Nazi boat captain. Nice captain. <laughs> Got Batman Nazi boat captain. Yeah. Out somewhere, somewhere east of Nantucket. Right. International waters. International waters. No one was. Nothing illegal happened out there. You, you just see right through big education, this big lie. Yeah. Right. And here we go. Same as it always does. Um, are there any uh, Nick, uh, PBS shows you guys like? Yeah. Uh, uh, Master Fairytale Theater. What? Fairytale Theater? Masterpiece Theater? No, it's Fairytale Theater. Shelley Duvall hosted it and they did, and they'd have guest stars, and it was like Masterpiece Theater, but it was for children. Oh. Excellent. I know someone who's uh, bringing that back, too, which I'm excited about. Great. Um, yeah, what do, you, what do you guys like? Anything else on PBS? Mystery. Muppets back in the day, right? Was that on PBS? Contact. Sure. No, That's the Muppets actually were Disney, ABC Disney, but the, the, the some of the Muppets were on Sesame Street. Maybe yeah. is that what you're thinking? Sesame Street was PBS, so yeah. 
Sarah also Jones. had that, uh, that alleyway was the let us live. Pinwheel. What's that? That was the name of the show. Pinwheel. Pinwheel spinning around. Yeah. For 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your memories are a little shoddy. I don't know. You thought this was something to watch. Well, I, there was a, I don't know what it was called. There was some scary fucking show that was on it where these things that lived in the water made bubbles. <laughs> But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end it before. We just went into Adam's darkness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Um, sorry, it wasn't a fun show, but you know that's why the show exists. So we do that. No apologies. We do the hard work, so you don't have to. And you got to meet Natty. Hi, everybody. Thanks Maybe. for doing this hard work, guys. Yeah. Really helped the rest of us out. <laughs> Where did you get this photo album of yourself? That's right. the most boring time I've ever Same as shade of color on the walls, dude. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone, and uh, talk to you guys soon. <laughs>